Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm Liren. It is Gardening Sunday. Well, the only real garden update I have is that our Punicuras have given us a couple of more cucumbers, but they got really big, so I'm going to be very curious to cut one open and see how seedy they are. I meant to do that today, but when I went to the farmer's market this morning, the guy there, who is so sweet, gave me three French cantaloupes that had like bruise damage or a little hole in them or you know a soft spot and so when I got home I had to cut them up so you lose little spots off them but I mean I got two fairly big storage bowls of cantaloupe just for free because he offered it to me and I'm like why not and the chickens will love the bruised parts and I mean they love the rinds so that's going to be wonderful I was talking a little bit on the Discord about gardening too and saying that we had tried to grow melons before because the climate here is supposed to be great for them. But I figure when I can get such wonderful melons at the farmer's market when they're in season, I would rather just pay him to grow the really good ones. And I will spend my garden space on things that are, you know, dead simple, like cucumbers. And I say tomatoes, although my beloved son refuses to even look for hornworms. And I know for a fact there's a hornworm on our tomato plant again. Because when I go out there, I can see his frass. Which is a politically correct word for duty. <laughs> they leave very telltale little poops. So, I know he's there. I have not had a chance to get out there and really look for him. If I go out there in the heat of the day, I am likely to get physically ill. Therefore, I have not done that. I keep thinking when it cools off in the evening, I'll do that. And then it hasn't really cooled off. I thought I would sit out here in Optimus Studios tonight and record a podcast in the silence. But I have to have the car running to have the air, I'm sorry to say. So forgive the little drone of background noise. So a couple of things I wanted to talk about today. So we were driving a fair bit today. We made our Costco run after we went to the farmer's market. Generally, we will go to the farmer's market and see what we can get. And then we'll go to Costco and fill out whatever we need for salads and stuff that week. So we did that. And while we were driving, we were listening to some podcasts. So I told him that there's quite a few podcasts right now that are about RPGA a day, which is really, I mean, RPG a day, sorry, which is really cool. And I am so enjoying listening to them. So I love the different ways people are doing them too. So um, first of all, TJ over at Occult Orifice Outrage. See, I finally looked up the name. I'm sorry, TJ, that I didn't do that yesterday. Uh, he is role-playing using the words, which I think is really cool. And he's using all random tables. So I have to say, wow, is he a creative gamer? You know, I knew he was a creative guy from, uh-oh, see, I didn't look up this one. I just call it, mmm, when I talk about it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm scrolling. I'm looking for the right icon and I am not finding it. All right, TJ, I'm failing here, dude. Aha! Malodorous Miasma Meltdown. How could anyone forget that? So memorable. Anyways, <laughs> I knew when I listened to that that he was a creative guy, but I am really enjoying hearing what he's coming up with for role-playing too and working that word in. It's pretty awesome. Uh, 
And then Joe Richter over at Hindsightless is telling stories about the word, about his experiences role playing, which is wonderful. You know, I say all the time, living here in the middle of nowhere can feel so lonely. And I absolutely love hearing people's stories. It's great. You know, that's something I love about Unguarded Treasure, B-52, I believe is the name, with Shandy Andy. He, the first couple episodes, was telling his story about how he got into gaming, and I love stuff like that. I don't know why. I guess I'm just a big cheese ball. I don't know. And then... I had to tease Dave Aldridge over at D Percentile today because he said he's not going to get into RPG a day because he didn't start in the beginning. And if he didn't start in the beginning, he can't jump in the middle. So I had to tease him about that. <laughs> anyway, he is doing a podcast a day in August, which I think is wonderful. You know, I have done a podcast almost every day, but I have stopped pressuring myself about it if I don't make it and it comes to the end of the day. And I'm not feeling inspired. Most days what happens is I will get up in the morning. I will have great intentions intentions of the first time I get a chance recording a podcast. I end up busy all day. And if I get any downtime, I'm not alone. So, you know, unless you want to hear my teenager or my, well, I guess I have to stop calling him that now that he's 18, don't I? Unless you want to hear my young adult or my, you know, young child granddaughter in the background. Uh, I, I can't really record a podcast. So, um, I end up doing what I did today, which was just thinking about what I wanted to say off and on all day long, you know, which is interesting. I, it certainly means that when I sit down to record a podcast, I have a lot to say. It also means that I'm often kind of all over the place, but that's okay. Because man, if you have stuck with me through 70 episodes, you know, fully well that I am an all over the place kind of girl. So Thank you for sticking with me. And if you're new, I hope that my style does not annoy you. If it does, I wish you well. <laughs> and if it doesn't, I am always happy to have new listeners and have people engage. And I love voicemails. I love emails, updates, period, from period, nowhere at gmail.com. I love to hear from people and actually engage in conversation. So if you are you know, thinking about something. If you are curious about something I've talked about, I mean, please, you are welcome to reach out. We do not have to share any of our conversation on my podcast if you don't want to. You know, it's, I'm completely open. I have a couple of great comments I'm going to share today, and I can't wait to do that at the end. So I mentioned RPG a day. So while we were driving around today, we were listening to the RPG A Day podcasts. And it would be remiss of me not to mention the man who started it all, the renowned and oh-so-clever Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall, over at Keep Off the Borderlands. Because he's the one that started all this RPG A Day stuff. Thank you, Spencer. I appreciate you so much because I am enjoying it immensely. It feels kind of like National Novel Writing Month for a writer, except for you guys. It's making you think about role-playing games every day. The cool thing is that a lot of you guys do that anyways. Uh, I know a lot of you run games and play a lot of games, but, you know, there are us outliers out here on the border who don't get to play a lot or have so much other stuff going on that we don't get as much time as we would like to think about our hobby. So... I really appreciate you guys sharing what you're doing and what you're thinking about. 
Okay, so I wanted to also, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep doing this, but you know what? I'm just going to try. I'm also going to try to do RPG a day. I missed yesterday, and yesterday was Engage. And you know what? I am not afraid to chase a bus. No, that's not funny. I don't actually chase buses, but that's the phrase Dave Aldridge used, so <laughs> I thought I would tease him. Anyways, um, so for Engage, I know exactly, I knew the minute I saw that, because I have to tell you that going to cons with my husband is a really wonderful way to engage in role-playing. I absolutely love it. You know, it's funny to me because I meet the nicest people and I am so, so, so excited because we are going to, at some point here soon, maybe even as soon as next week, maybe start playing an online game with some of the people from the con, from DexCon. So I'm super excited about that plan. Uh, there were some people in my husband's Blood and Snow game that were just amazing. I... It was so funny to me how creative they are, how how they could get right into the 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 character. You know, we're sitting there thinking of characters and I'm looking at the character sheet going, wow, how do I fit these pieces together? And and you know, they're all like, oh, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. And I think with experience you understand how to fit all those together. It's kind of like the more you do Legos, the cooler things you build with Legos. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping the more I play with Legos, the better I'll get at it. <laughs> Wish me luck with that. We will at some point reach the critical mass that is the limitation of my brain's ability to hold that many variables, but we'll see where that limit falls. Um, so anyway, my favorite way to engage was definitely going to cons. And then today's word was share. So share, I mean, I'm sharing right now, right? <laughs> I think sharing my descriptions of the games that I played in is my favorite way to share RPGs. Also, I will tell you that I have told a lot of people, even at work, I told them that I went to an RPG convention with my husband. And I mean, 201, none of them knew what I was talking about. So if nothing else, I have introduced a handful of random people to what RPGs are you know, in the tabletop realm. Because when I said RPGs, it isn't that no one knew what RPG meant. They kind of did, but they just assumed I meant video games. So anyway, some really interesting conversations took place because of that. So the other thing that I'm going to do here in a minute is I'm going to record my next session recap for the next session that I played at DexCon. Actually, my husband and I talked about it while we were driving around today. Uh, my young adult, see, I can still call him my son, can't I? Okay, my young adult son, <laughs> that's a mouthful, uh, he had his headphones on, listening to his Imagine Dragons nice and loud. Uh, my granddaughter had her tablet playing her little Bugs and Buttons game that she loves so much. And so my husband and I were in the front seats, uh, and we were just chit-chatting about what games were played, because I could not remember what day we played this next game, which was Tales from the Loop. So I sorted that out. That was actually the next game I played. So I thought, hey, I'll talk about that next. So I'm going to go ahead and record that after I finish recording this. I don't think that one's going to take very long. Uh, that was a really great session, but you'll hear more about it if you listen to that episode. Um, what else was I going to say for this episode? Oh, 
All right, so let me talk about the comments that I got because they are really awesome. I am so excited. So the first comment I got is from Joe Richter over at Hindsightless, and I had sent him a message about having lived in Seattle for a couple years and really missing it. When I lived in Seattle, we would go up to Friday Harbor and take the ferry across and uh, sit at Lime Kiln Point Park. I say that. I think you drive to Anacortes and take the ferry across to Friday Harbor. It's been a few years ago now, like 25 or so. <laughs> but anyway, um, and he actually told me something funny that's in his comment, so I thought I would share it. <laughs> so here we go. Joe Richter from Hindsightless. Oh, and he's also from Wheel or Woe. I have listened to a couple episodes of that. It is certainly ribald, which I love, but it means I can't listen to it if I have anyone else in the car with me. So I haven't gotten through much of that. I don't know that I'm going to. They're pretty long. They're also really cool if you have time to listen to like live play. Certainly I would if I had childless time. <laughs> Maybe once the girls are back in school, I'll get a little more driving time to myself. And that's actually next week. Can you believe it? Like not tomorrow, but the week after. I can't believe they're starting this early. Anyway, here we go with Joe's comment. Hey, what's up? Liren is Joe. And please feel free to message me whenever and however often you want. I love getting messages from you. It's awesome. Um, and the funny thing is, is you lived in Seattle and then moved to Virginia. I was actually born in Virginia. I was born in Richmond, Virginia. I still have some family that lives back there. So I go back there every once, every few years. Um, but yeah, Seattle is great. And I don't know how long ago you moved away, but the traffic and the number of people has just grown exponentially. It's getting crazy here. Um, so, you know, as beautiful as it is, it, it's getting harder and harder to stay here though. But anyway, thanks very much for your calls. I always love them. Peace out. I had sent Joe a message apologizing for having sent him a message every day. He's been doing RPG a day. And I, I just, I don't like to bomb people's inboxes, but you know what happens is I'll listen to a podcast and something will just really resonate with me. Or when someone starts a new podcast, I really remember what it was like to start my podcast and how much it meant to me to know that people were engaging in it and listening to it. Even if they just listened to the first few episodes, having people call me and be encouraging felt wonderful. And so I really try to pay that forward. Plus, I had heard so many comments from Joe on other people's podcasts, and I kept hoping that he would make one because I knew he did Wheeler Woe, and I knew that I just was not going to be able to spend a bunch of time with that uh, right now. So anyways, I'm super happy that he is okay with me sending him messages. Uh, I will try not to abuse the privilege. Uh, it is so funny to me that you were born in Virginia and moved to Seattle and I actually only lived in Seattle for two years. I love the climate there. I just, I thought Seattle was wonderful. But you know, it's funny. My husband went to a conference in Seattle this last summer, I believe. It was either this last summer or the one before, recently anyways. And he said, I would not believe how much more crowded it is. Because realize we moved away when my, my son who just turned 29 
was eight years old. So it's been 21 years since I lived in Seattle. So, and I told him, I'm sure it looks very different. He said they have a light rail system. None of that was there when we lived there. Uh, they were talking about it. It was like a pipe dream kind of conversation when, you know, when we left. So anyway, I will say that I hope to get back out there at some point just because I don't, I have a lot of nostalgia for Seattle. Um, I, I just, I thought it was really cool. I also, you know, I had lived the same place all my life for 26 years and not traveled a whole lot. I guess I'd been between Michigan and Florida a few times. I mean, we, my grandparents had a house in Florida, so we drove that a lot. But it's not the same as living somewhere else where you actually get to experience day-to-day -day life there and see what people who live there are like. So anyways, yeah, I love Seattle. <laughs> and gosh darn it, there was something else I was going to say about Joe's comment. And see, this is what happens when you turn 50. All of a sudden, you can't hold too many moving parts in your mind. I was going to talk about three things. What else did you say, Joe? Hmm. Hmm. Yep, I'm not going to remember. See how that works? Maybe I'll tack an addendum on if I, <laughs> if I magically recall. Oh, I know one thing I was definitely going to say was that if you find yourself coming back this way anytime, you should let us know. We would love to like have dinner and chit chat. And, you know, it would be wonderful to meet some of you guys. It's weird, you know, as much as I uh, don't use my real name, I I'm really not too worried about it. I mean, the biggest thing I'm worried about is just that I don't want to use my real name in case somebody that I work with just stumbles across this. And you know, I talk about some rather colorful topics. I doubt it would surprise any of them, but you never know because I will say that I can be stealth soccer mom all day long. It's true. I can pull that off. <laughs> not for very long though. I have to say my sense of humor often outs me as not just that. <laughs> So anyway, Joe, if you find yourself coming back home, drop me a note. You know, maybe we can just, you and me and my husband can meet and have dinner and talk about anchorites and, you know, shoot the crap as they say. All right, the next message is from Jeremy Frothsoff. And thank you very much, Froth, for this message. You know, it's really funny to me. Um, I know anytime we get a pet... Every single time we get a pet, I know. Okay, it's all fun and games at the beginning, but humans live longer than pets, right? And I'll tell you, I learned that lesson the most strongly with a horse I had, because I had him from when he was seven years old until he was 31 years old. Now that is a long time to have a pet and lose them, I will say. However, clearly, I feel like I'm closer to cats and dogs because they actually live in my living space with me, and, you know, my horse didn't. So I don't know, you know, every pet is different, right? But I really appreciate this message, Froth. It's really sweet of you. And, you know, I just had to share that recording of my granddaughter because she, it's so interesting to me how kids process this stuff. She had never lost anything before Boo Boo died, the, the first cat we lost. And she was a wreck over that. And I think I mentioned that she'll still occasionally grab my phone and sing a boo-boo song about how much she misses her and how much she wants her back. I mean, if you guys want to hear a tearjerker, I'll play a little piece of one of those. She has the sweetest little voice. And when she sings, boo-boo, I wish you would come back. Oh, it about breaks my heart every time. But I will say that Gunsmoke, she liked Gunsmoke and she petted him. But 
he was, you know, like I said, he was feral when we got him. So he never warmed up to her terrible much. I mean, he, she just moved too fast. And so he, and she wasn't here all the time. So he would let her pet him, but it wasn't anything like Boo Boo who, you know, she had cuddled and squeezed and that cat was so tolerant of her. It was crazy. So, um, it was an interesting thing when I told her and she cried right in the moment. And then when I told her we were making a picture, she just settled in and worked really hard to make this adorable picture with these beautiful flowers around the edges. And I don't know, I, I feel like it is a beautiful thing when children learn how to handle loss when they're little, you know? Uh, I think it affects people a lot if they have never lost anything until they lose someone who's really precious to them, like a grandparent or even a parent or, you know, I mean, goodness, think, you know, there's a million tragic stories out there. But anyway, so I like to think this is just another one of the ways that I'm trying to help develop a healthy little person in my granddaughter because her mom thinks pets are dirty and nasty and she won't let the kids have any pets. So, so I like to think this is part of my good grandma-ing that she knows our animals and when we lose one, she's part of that process too. So anyway, see, I can just ramble on, can't I? Thank you very much. I'm going to go ahead and play Froth's message. Ah, uh, Liren, rest in peace, Gunsmoke. Uh, sorry for your loss, but uh, the whole episode was such a great reminder of just how good kids are. And uh, anyway, thanks for sharing that. Thanks again for your message, Broth. I feel like that episode was kind of a downer, but you know, I... Like I say all the time, life is a roller coaster, right? So you have to share the ups, and I think you should share the downs. And and I guess I think if we talk about both, and more and more people feel heard and feel like, oh, I'm not the only one going through this, and oh, look at how they look at when things are bad, and they can look at one little aspect and go, oh, things are looking up again. I don't know. I feel like that has really helped me throughout my life. I will say, as much as people talk about the internet being a bad thing and the damage that two-dimensional relationships can do. You know, I look at my 29-year-old and I see him not interact with people in real life so much of the time. I am so, so happy he has a job now because he is just a happier human being when he's working, I have to say. And I really think a big part of it is he's around other people. You know, he's engaging on a level that he just does not engage on if he's all up in his head. So anyways, um, I, I know that one of the things the internet did for me for sure, as I was a single parent who was working all the time and trying to raise a child alone and, you know, even dating, I met my husband on match.com, you know, 20, gosh, how many years ago, 22 years ago when at first, I mean, it was a new thing when we met actually. And I really think all the time, we just, there's no way he and I would have met. He didn't go to bars. I didn't go to bars. I, I didn't do anything but raise my child, you know, and go to work. That was really all I was doing. And so I don't, I'm so grateful that that's there. I really, I listen to a lot of podcasts. You know, I used to listen to a lot of uh, m much more commercialized podcasts. It's so funny because now every once in a while I'll squeeze one of those in, but then I'm right back over on anchor looking for you guys, the, you know, legendary anchorites. So, 
<laughs> it's funny how habits can change, but but it's just so much more engaging and so much more interesting to me to hear about people's lives, you know. I will still click over on a crime podcast if I'm someplace I don't have signal because I actually listen on Anchor as big a pain in the neck as that is. Please, please, please let the Spotify gods fix that freaking problem. But hopefully first they'll help their Android client work better for all of us, right? But (laughs) anyway, uh, I listen on Anchor because I love to leave comments. And so I tried listening to a couple of the podcasts in my regular player. I use something called Beyond Pod. I've been using it forever and I'm so used to it that I haven't switched to anything else. And um, I just, it was so, uh, like to, to leave a comment, I would have to go open a different app, go track down that podcast and then figure out, you know, wait a minute, you know, what episode was on? What were they saying? Because it kind of broke the rhythm, you know? So I don't know. I still listen on pod on anchor. It's true. Even though it's, it really is painful sometimes. <laughs> Luckily, a lot of the time when I'm listening are the two days that I work uh, from home or I'm not even working a lot of those days because I'm running kids around and stuff. Most of the time I have signal then. So I'll tell you what I'll do. <laughs> I know of a couple of uh, legendary anchorites here who do their podcasts in bigger chunks. And so when I know I'm not going to have signal, I'll pick one of those to listen to purposely because it will load that big chunk and then I'll listen to it through the dead zone. You know, the ones that are broken up in more chunks, I have no problem with that whatsoever. It just means that if I go through a dead zone, it may get hung up loading one of those pieces. So anyways... Oh my gosh, am I rambling on tonight or what? I'm going to spare you guys any more rambling and just say good night to you. It's very late where I am. I'm going to do a quick recap of that Tales from the Loop game and then I will catch you guys later. I think I'll be back tomorrow. I'm not sure. You know, I always just say I'll talk to you later now because I never know. And like I said, I'm really not putting pressure on myself about that, so... Thanks for everything you guys do. You know, I think you guys are awesome. Oh, I should probably mention that Froth's podcast is called Thought Eater, and it is really great. He does different segments. Uh, Some of his Friday segments, he does five-minute Fridays, and some of them are Willie the Wizard with his daughter that are just awesome. I love them, but they're all good. I mean, Wednesday, he does this, like, big blowout about blogs and maps and free stuff and you name it. And Tuesdays he does his top threes, which I always like to listen to. So anyways, I don't think I'm missing a day. Oh, oh, wait, he does something on Sunday. That's a recap. See, I almost forgot one. Jeez. Anyway, (laughs) I hope that you guys have a good one and I will talk to you soon.